What a blessing, what a blessing, what a blessing, what an overwhelming, joyful, glorious day to be alive. You know, when I was walking up and down that big long driveway out there here at my home, when uh, I had been attacked with vocal cord cancer, I, I made a little plaque and put it up so it's the first thing I see when my eyes open in the morning. And it says, I am thankful for this day. Be thankful, will you? I know there are all kinds of voices, but come on, let's cut through the clutter. Let's get into some faith tonight. <laughs> We're going to do it. Whether you want to or not, I'm just going to reach out there and grab you kicking and screaming all the way into some faith because you need a faith lift. I was looking at myself, you know, I'm, I'm on the camera now. I've been broadcasting this glorious gospel around the world for over 40 years, at least twice a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. But I have never been in front of a camera more than I have been for the last two weeks. And I'm just telling you, you know, other preachers may complain or whatever. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so thankful for this medium. In fact, I want you to pray with me because I just uh, got off the phone moments ago. My wonderful, wonderful friend who shared the platform with me at the Great World Harvest Church, Sumrall Tabernacle, for over a dozen years, the great Bishop Clint Brown. And uh, I got a phone call for him. He said, would you, would you FaceTime right now? I'm with a family. I'm at the hospital. They've asked me if I could connect you by FaceTime to, to pray for them. And uh, the situation was that little six-year-old precious boy, so precious, his family had filled the room. Bishop Brown was there with his face mask and all the appropriate precautions being taken. But they said, Pastor, this little six-year-old boy we, we have to make, make the hard, hard decision in just moments from now to take him off the life support. And I was so privileged to be able to pray with that family, with that precious boy in that circumstance live, just as though I was in that room. Oh, my dear friend, the anointing knows no boundary. It knows no limits. And I want us to be thankful right now for the precious anointing. Father, we thank you and we praise you for the yoke-destroying, for the burden-removing anointing of the Holy Spirit. And God, if I ever needed you, it's now. If these joining me right now ever needed you, it's right now. So we just ask you to come, Holy Spirit. Abba, we belong to you. Come on, say it with me. Abba, I belong to you. Lord Jesus, I worship you, spirit, soul, and body. Holy Spirit, I welcome you. Welcome, Holy Spirit. 
We want to be in your presence. One moment in the presence of God is worth a lifetime in the presence of kings. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad you're with me tonight, whether you're joining me on Facebook Live or Instagram Live or rodparsley.tv or on the website, rodparsley.com, whether you're joining me on Roku, whether you're watching on your television, your iPad, or your cell phone. I'm so thankful that you're with me for another installment of Wisdom Wednesdays. The Holy Spirit laid this on my heart, and I'm going to be sharing truths with you today that will last you into eternity. I promise you that. I've asked God to anoint me with wisdom tonight, to anoint my tongue, that I have the tongue of the learned, according to his word, to speak a word in season to those who are weary. We're going to turn the tables on trouble because that's what wisdom does. Tweet that out. Wisdom turns the tables on on trouble. Wisdom is not hidden from you. Did you get that? Wisdom is not hidden from you. Wisdom is hidden for you. Now, knowledge is out there in the natural realm, but you'll learn tonight, wisdom is hidden for you. Some folks act like wisdom's hidden from them, but wisdom is not hidden from you. I thank all my World Harvest Church members. They've got me set up down here so I can actually see your comments in real time. And we want you to comment. We want you to participate. Remember what we say in the great Sumrall Tabernacle, no spectators, only participants. So I hope you've got your notepads out and uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll send out. I think let's do that. Let's send out to everybody that leaves me their email address in the comments. Let me send you a copy of my notes by email because I don't think I'm going to get through all of it and you'll want to dig it out and study it in this time that you have. Elkhart, our great congregation in Elkhart, Indiana. I see those of you from there commenting as well. Thank you so much for that. Let me bring you an update. I promised you I would on these Wisdom Wednesdays. Coronavirus worldwide, which is the reason we're coming to you this way, although a lot of you receive ministry this way from us, every service we have, because maybe you're in Oklahoma. Let us know that. Let me know that. Maybe you're in Tennessee. Maybe you're in Florida. Maybe you're in California. Maybe you're in New Mexico. Maybe you're in Chicago. Maybe you're up there where I love to go in North and South Dakota. Maybe you're in Utah. I love to go there in the winter. Well, if you're there, let me know it. Cases of this COVID-19, this deadly, deadly menace of a name called coronavirus. And can I just tell you, corona means crown, and we are taking the crown off of that thing because we are in authority in the earth. We have power of life and death in our tongues. So, we see that 930,819 
18 persons have been infected worldwide. In the United States, 211,408. Uh, here in the state of Ohio, 2,547. But we're going to bring that number down. We're going to bring that to secession. You know, we are the church of Jesus Christ, and we are not here to survive. We're here to thrive. To survive, you got to be strong, but to win, you got to be wise. I pulled out a quote that I love from Abraham Lincoln. Let me read it to you. Abraham Lincoln said, I don't think much of a man who's not wiser today than he was yesterday. Well, you're going to be wiser. We're going to start out in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of all glory, now here it is, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom. Did you hear me? The spirit of wisdom. Wisdom has to do with the spirit realm and revelation in the knowledge of him, meaning God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, we're going to dive in that there are three forms of wisdom. Three forms. Now, first of all, I want to remind you that God is the source of all wisdom and knowledge he is their only supplier. He is the only distributor of knowledge and wisdom. Now, the adversary wants to pervert knowledge. He wants to pervert wisdom. But wisdom is far, far more than just, you know, a compilation of knowledge. I know you understand that far more than a combination. I love this old Kentucky saying. Now, you, you, you that are from the high city may not have ever heard this, but those of us from the hill country, we know it. It's, it's this. Knowledge, it's knowledge to realize that a tomato is fruit. Tomato, tomato, potato, potato. It is knowledge to know that a tomato is fruit. But it's wisdom not to put tomatoes in your fruit salad. <laughs> sometimes, I, sometimes I just entertain myself. So it's knowledge to know that tomatoes are fruit, but it's, not, it's wisdom not to put it in your fruit salad. There are many, 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 I think you know this, highly educated people with enough degrees after their name, they look like alphabet soup. They've accumulated knowledge, but they're functionally useless. Wisdom is rather a combination of three very distinct but combined forces that work in harmony. Now, here's why I love the Word of God. They work in harmony with your triune being. You are a spirit, you live in a body, and, and you possess a soul. You are a spirit, you live in a body, you possess a soul. Your soul's your mind, will, and your emotions. Now let's think about Jesus. Over in Isaiah chapter 11 and verse 2, 
the Bible says that there are seven spirits that the Lord Jesus possessed. The spirit of the Lord. Number two, the spirit of wisdom. Number three, the spirit of understanding. Number four, the Lord Jesus possesses the spirit of counsel. This, this may be one of my favorites. Number five, he possesses the spirit of might. Now, we, we found out he possesses the spirit of wisdom, but watch this. Sixthly, he also possesses the spirit of knowledge. And fifthly, he, he possesses the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Watch which your Bible says is the beginning of all wisdom. You got God out of place in your thinking. You're, you're never going to operate in the spirit of wisdom. But Ephesians 1, as I shared with you, verse 17, God gives us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. So now then also, Joshua, this is powerful, uh, I, I thought I'd just take maybe the whole session on Wisdom Wednesday tonight, but on this one point, but the Holy Spirit readily led me to, to really move on, give you all of it I could tonight. Uh, for some reason, I'm not getting messages on here, buddy. Uh, so I don't know what that is, but you keep sending them anyway. And uh, remember, I'm going to send you by email a copy of my notes, but you'll have to leave me your email so that I can do that. And also, I want to know where you're joining me from, all right? Now, listen to this. Deuteronomy chapter 34 and verse 9. Your Bible says that Joshua received the spirit of wisdom by the laying on of hands of Moses. Wow, did you hear that? Moses laid his hands on Joshua and imparted the spirit of wisdom to Joshua. So right now, the holy anointing of God knows no limitation. Now, it's bothering me that I don't have my wedding ring on. The fact of the matter is I was running a little bit late, so I grabbed everything and I left my wedding ring laying on the sink. So I am still married. Miss Joni is the love of my life. You know, that's a good thing, isn't it? To have the wisdom of God to make a marriage work for 30 years plus. Isn't that something? God will do that for you, preacher. God will do that for you, saint of God. Amanda Crabb, watching in Tennessee, my daughter in the faith, she and Aaron both, I love you. With all of my heart, I love you. And I thank you that you are students at Valor Christian College becoming world changers. I saw you comment on Instagram the other day where you were saying, hey, my, my studies at, at, at Valor Christian College are just fire. 
and I appreciate that so much. Those of you watching, you know, you ought to be involved in world, <coughs> excuse me, I had a little bit of water go the wrong way. But you ought to be involved. You ought to be a world changer. God wants to give you hidden riches in secret places. He wants to impart wisdom to you. Now, if you want to know how to have wealth, I don't think you'd go down to the homeless shelter and talk to folks. But there are folks that operate in wisdom, and they can impart wisdom to you by the laying on of hands. I just stretch my hands out to you right now in the name of Jesus Christ that this very night you receive an impartation of the spirit of wisdom. Now just put your hands on your heart there and say, I receive it. I receive an impartation of the spirit of wisdom in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I lay hold on it. Wisdom in all that pertains to life and godliness in Jesus' name. Raquel in Puerto Rico. God bless you. We love you. Thank God for you. We know that the worlds were framed by the wisdom of God. Now I'm going to start in. Get ready. Number one, the three major wisdoms of God. They're Greek words, and we begin, and listen, every one of them corresponds, as I shared with you, to your spirit, your soul, your body. So we're going to start off with number one that deals in the spirit. It's called Sophia, S-O-P-H-I-A, Sophia. It's the gift. Woo, that ought to make you shout right there. Because it's not a fruit, it's a gift. The gift of rare insight to your spirit man from God himself. Sophia, it means skill. It means being clever. It means the ability to have learning. Now, I wish I had time tonight to, to share with you linear thinking and, and its opposite, but I don't have time. So Sophia allows for you to comprehend, here it is, new ideas. Creativity deals with Sophia. It is a gift of God's spirit to you. It is the gift of understanding how to implement new concepts and gain a special understanding of God's way of doing things. Woo! You, you can't operate in this kingdom without Sophia. So many attempt to do that. It, and, and I'm just going to tell you right out straight, this new generation of believers who are being trained by a new generation of preachers, too much of it is head knowledge. Stay right there. Don't, don't misunderstand me now. In all your learning, 
make sure you remember this. In all your learning, get wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing. You see, there are a whole lot of folks that have a whole lot of knowledge, right? Amanda Crabb, who I saw her comment a minute ago, she's getting knowledge of, of the books of the Bible, of the gospels, of evangelism, through Valor Christian College online courses. But just that knowledge won't help her be the great woman of God that she is. She's got to have Sophia. She's got to have the breath of the Spirit of God breathing on that knowledge. Let me give it to you this way. An original thought. Do you hear me? Not, not something you learned from something. An original thought. Whew, Claudette is watching in South Africa. We bless you, Claudette. Keep watching. An original thought. Here's where we got off track in the United States of America regarding the subject of marriage, being the union of a man and a woman, which it is. An original thought is a precept. Now, if I'm able to take a precept, God's thought, an original thought, if I'm successful at communicating that to you, then it becomes a concept. If I'm not successful at communicating a precept to you, an original thought, then <laughs> I, it becomes a misconception. In other words, you don't get it. So if all I've got, watch this, guys, you're going to love this. So if all I've got is head knowledge of the word, and I attempt to deliver that to you, it lacks the anointing to become a concept in your life. God used kingdom to communicate his precept, his original thought. Glory to God. His original thought is that marriage is the union of a man and a woman. His original thought is that he created us male and female. Biology, the science of biology still bears that out. Can I get on a soapbox just for a minute? This thing, the New York Times saying that, that evangelicals are, are the cause of this coronavirus because they influence the president and, and, and therefore, and they don't believe in science. Nothing could be further th from the truth. Science backs up scripture. He's the God of science. Knowledge and wisdom come from him. What you're operating in is a misconception. I don't know if I'm male or female. I don't know if, if men and women should be married according to the word of God. Maybe men and men, maybe women and women. Maybe, maybe you know, a man and his horse. I don't know. Hold on, listen. First of all, that's not even knowledge. That, that, that's against science. Biology is science. And biology says you're male or female. You're getting it up there into knowledge, 
which is a form of godliness, but denies the power thereof. Are you listening to me? This is good. Now, this form of wisdom, Sophia, is also able uh, to open up. Woo. Do you sense the anointing? It is so strong in here. This wisdom opens up the supernatural in your eyes of, of anyone who's willing. Are you willing to have God open your spiritual eyes so that he can reveal to you his ultimate plan for your life, for your nation, for the world? Just say it. I can't live without Sophia. Now, the spiritual side of wisdom, which we're dealing with, is capable of providing you with cunning ways to accomplish insurmountable tasks. You need wisdom. Proverbs 4.18, the wisdom, let me get it for you, the wisdom of the prudent is to discern, understand his way his life, but the folly of fools is deception. Wow. Do you see? This is why some people don't think like you think, because they're not operating in God's wisdom by the Holy Spirit. This is how Scripture gets misinterpreted and false doctrines are developed. Man, this is powerful stuff. This is fully leaded, man. This is, this is uh, you know, thermonuclear, if you will. This is the power of God. His wisdom. Look around you. From where I am right now, I can see trees, and I can see a, a creek running down that way, and I can see this building, and I can see cornfields, I can see the wisdom of God. He put this all together. Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Here it is. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean under your own understanding. In all your ways, oh God, I feel this. I just heard the Holy Spirit say, I am right now says the Lord, releasing Sophia wisdom to you, spiritual wisdom. Don't look for it in your knowledge. It will come from your spirit, says the Lord, wittiness, craftiness, influence, words of the spirit shall come to you after this night, says the Holy One of Israel. Whew. Just receive that right now. Ah, in all your way. And he will make straight your paths. He will lead you in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. That means you pick your foot up, but he will put it down. And when he picks your foot up, if he wants you to go another direction, he'll move you there by the Spirit before you put it down. And he'll move you in the right direction. Let me give you a biblical example. Here's a fellow most of you don't ever know much about, Bezalel. 
He was the artisan. He was the artist of the tabernacle. He wasn't, I, I can't say he was the architect because God was the architect. Now listen, this is something that had never been built. I hear you, Holy Spirit. I hear the Spirit, Holy Spirit leading me right now back to a time when I was, I was in my early, early 20s. Uh, we had built 1979, this would be 1981, 1981. We had built our first little building, 1979, seated 180 people. Well, we had to have five to seven services a weekend, and now this is back 1981. And I needed, I needed more seating, and I remember it like, like I'm sitting here right now. Fellas, I, I remember I was sitting in front of that 180-seat building, and I was praying, and all of a sudden, I saw wings on that building, wings, like this kind of wings, you got me? Not, you know, not a building wing. Wings come out of that thing. And I sat there and I got a pad and I drew the thing out and God showed me the cheapest, most effective way to more than double the seating capacity of that building. I saw it. There it was. That's the wisdom of God. Oh, I pray that for you right now in Jesus' name. Bezalel, Exodus 31. Now I'm going to read a few verses here. So I want you to stay with me. How, how, how long have I been going, fellas? I don't, I don't know the time. T just tell me the time. Okay. All right. We're, we're at 28 minutes. I hope you, hope you can hang with me just a few more minutes. Boy, I think this is blessing you. Let me know if it's blessing you. All right. So Exodus 31, beginning at verse 1. The Lord said to Moses, See, I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, and I, God, have filled him with the Spirit of God, with ability, intelligence, and knowledge, and all craftsmanship to devise artistic designs to work in gold, in silver, in bronze, in cutting stones, for setting and in carving wood, to work in every craft. Where'd it come from? Oh, he went to the best university. Well, thank God for universities. But no, he didn't. And I have a word to speak to you right now. I believe there is a revival a renaissance of folks who are going to be trained in skillful labor. I believe that the trades and tradesmen and women who operate in trades is coming back to America. We are going to stop wasting money on some degree and then, and then I, I know a fellow got a degree, and I mean, it was a good degree. And I saw him about five years after he got it. And I, I saw him because he got out of, uh, he got out of a, a trash truck. 
hauling, hauling trash, one of those big trash trucks. And I said, buddy, what are you doing? He said, listen, see that degree? That's where I've got it, had it hanging inside his trash truck. He said, now I own an entire fleet of these trucks. And that degree in there, I found out, didn't help me make a dime. But God gave me an idea. <laughs> I just release so fear wisdom to you now in Jesus' name. In the, same, in the very same way, in the very same way, wisdom through God by the Holy Spirit will give you beginning this very night rare insight to accomplish tasks. Mm. Whatever's in front of you now, you've been saying, I don't know. Listen, God's going to give you wisdom during this time. He's going to give you wisdom of what store to go to and what store not to go to. He's going to give you wisdom of what to do in your finances during this time. Don't you dare act like God has forgotten you right now. You just need to tap in to his wisdom. It's all around you. It's surrounding you right now. Wisdom to accomplish the tasks before you. Stop complaining that your children are home. Ooh, I felt the backlash on that. Stop complaining that your children are home. Your children are there in your presence. Put God all over them. Pray over them after we finish tonight, before they go to bed tonight, and say, I release to my child so feel wisdom. It's, it's, let me explain it to you this way. Uh, it's knowing something you don't know. I just, I just felt you go, oh, Valerie, Mackenzie, pray for me because I have to work in this time. Listen, Valerie, we are praying for you every first responder, every person that mops the floor in a hospital, every person that is out making deliveries, every person that is keeping this thing going, and, and every person, every doctor, every nurse, every person in nursing homes, every person that ministers to them, we speak the blood of Jesus Christ to surround you and the Sophia wisdom of God to be in you now. Now, I, I don't want to go beyond this right now. Bezalel, Bezalel had rare insight to number one, accomplished tasks. Say, I have it. You see, you can realize far more than you actually know. Whew. This is called walking in the spirit and the spirit of wisdom. I'm telling you, I really don't remember the last time I felt the anointing so strong. And God is saying to you, yes, 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 I will guide you in the right direction. You will know my will without knowing it. 
You will move in me, says the Lord. You will be on a higher plane operating in the very wisdom that created the natural world around you and all that in it is. For I am the creator of all things, says the Lord. Yes, even wisdom, it is my gift. Holy Spirit's telling me to tell you, he is hilarious right now, joyfully giving you the gift of wisdom. God, give that wisdom to those that are working on a vaccine right now. You can give them knowledge about things they don't know. Thank God for science. Thank God for every scientist and every researcher. But oh God, I pray now, give them wisdom beyond what they know. Bezalel was able, you see, to craft something, to create something that had never, ever been seen before. What was it? The tabernacle of God, the dwelling place of God. Now, it was a portable tent. Think about what I'm doing right now. I am ministering the anointing, yoke-destroying, burden-removing, anointing of the Holy Spirit to you and you are sensing it, you are receiving it right now. And you're not in my physical presence. Wow. Preachers are complaining that they can't meet together. I wish we could meet together. I, I miss you. I truly miss you. If you miss me, let me know. I miss you. But listen, what I told a group of City Harvest Network pastors the other day, I said, look, believe God for witty inventions. Believe God for new ministries. Nothing's ever going to be the same. We're going to minister in ways never seen or thought of before. Blessed be the name of God. Bezalel was given the ability to devise solutions to devise solutions that others had said were impossible. You're going to walk in the impossible. You're going to move in the impossible. You're going to live as a proponent of the impossible. Father, release now. Sophia wisdom to every person who will receive, opening up their hearts and receiving that knowledge beyond what they know. Now, I was going to share with you tonight all three of these. The next one is phronesis. You have to tune in next week to get it. And the, and, the, and the final anointing, Sunesis. So Sophia, Phronesis, Sunesis. 
Maybe you'll do a little study on it this week yourself. So I said there were only going to be three installments of this, but uh, I didn't have God's wisdom because now we're going to do another one. <laughs> Hallelujah. So next, wis next week, Wisdom Wednesday, we're going to talk about those other two forms of the three forms of the wisdom of God. If you enjoyed this, I wish you'd comment in there and let me know that it's being a blessing to you. But I want you to pay very close attention now. Please, please pay very close attention. Proverbs 8, 18, and 19 says this. Unending wealth. He, he just keeps coming up before me. The precious brother, he's, he's a believer. I've had the privilege of being in a room with him several times. Uh, the My Pillow fellow. Does anybody remember his name? His name's slipping me right now. But Now you think about that. God just gave him an idea. Brother Mike Murdoch sowed an $8,500 royalty check the very first night of the first day of services in the great Summerall Tabernacle. He told me the other day, he said, Rod, I'm still receiving from that one idea God gave me when I went back to my hotel after I sowed that seed in your ministry. He said it was a one-time seed and it's yielded a lifetime income. Well, that's true to the Bible. Let me, let me give you the reference again. Don't want you to think I'm making it up. Proverbs 8, 18 and 19. Unending wealth and glory Come to those who discover where wisdom dwells. The riches of righteousness and a long, satisfying life will be given to them. What wisdom imparts has greater worth than gold and treasure, and the increase of wisdom brings benefits more than a windfall of income. That's God's word, every word of it. God gave me Sophia wisdom 35 years ago. Sitting in a bachelor apartment, God said, I didn't know it was Passover. I didn't know it was one of the three commanded offerings of God a year, I didn't know that. I didn't have that revelation. But I heard God say to me, this one time every year, I want you to compel the people to worship me in their giving in a way that brings glory to me for giving my best, my son, Jesus Christ. Well, we do that. And I hope every single solitary one of you tonight will hear and listen and respond. Bridge of Hope. Now, for those of you that don't know, we've been operating Bridge of Hope, uh, I don't know, I guess close 30 years, maybe longer, all over the world and across America. And we like to be first responders. And so it is again.
Tina, my throat, pray for my throat to stop hurting. I was coughing. Oh, no, she's saying my throat stopped hurting. I was coughing. I'm completely healed watching Pastor Rod right now. Everybody, everybody where you are, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. Be healed right there where you are. Be healed. Be made whole. Hallelujah. I receive. Say it, I receive. The anointing is so strong. Thank you for it, Jesus. So God spoke to me. He said, it's a resurrection seed. Now, we're in that season right now. And Bridge of Hope is right now responding in 50. Actually, it's 51 because we added Columbus today. In 51 cities across America, in Florida, in New York, in California, in Washington State, down in New Orleans, 51 cities across America, Bridge of Hope, with medical supplies, with water, with food, with cleaning supplies. Now, I want you to stay right there just for a moment. No gift, no gift was ever needed more, and no gift was ever appreciated more than what I believe you're about to do right now. This is a time to give for others. Joni just had a great big bag of all the stuff I just mentioned. I said, where are you going? She said, I'm just going to drop this on the porch of some of our neighbors. Of course. In just a moment, I'm going to release you to go. But I'm going to suggest tonight, to suggest to you, to sow one dollar for each city. That would be fifty dollars. It's so needed. It's so very, very needed. Now you may not be able to sow fifty dollars. Sow twenty-five, and we'll believe God for another brother or sister to sow twenty-five, and that'll be fifty. It's not equal giving; it's equal sacrifice. Joni and I. We're going to give 50 for me and 50 for her and 50 for Ashton and 50 for Austin. Ashton is watching right now and Austin are watching. They, they better sow their own 50 as well. Let's do this. Thank God we're ready to respond. We need your help. And I believe you're going to do it. God honors every gift, every gift. And I thank you from the very bottom of my heart. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I want to invite you to tell someone in your life about the podcast. Hope you'll do it today. Head on over to iTunes and leave a review. Share it on your social networks for me. Really helps me get the word out. I'd love for you to connect with me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. No easier way for me to minister to you every day and throughout the day and for us to join together in faith as God moves in and through your life. You can find links to all my pages at rodparsley.com. God bless you now, and I hope you'll listen again soon.